All right. Bill, bring us in. I forgot how this even works. It's been so long. <laughs> Can you fucking believe it? Yes, we're back. And I shouldn't have even said we're back because... I've said it so many pretty, times before. This is pretty normal. You yeah. Know? We only went like six weeks. I know. God, that's retarded. We should do better than that, Bill. <laughs> it's like I mean, Kenny. We've gotten through 60 of these. It's I know. Crazy. Well, yeah. So we're, we haven't given up completely. <laughs> it's just, you know, we get yeah. together whenever we feel like it. Yeah. So the hell with you listeners. We both have busy lives. Totally. And so. it's not like we're getting paid for <laughs> yeah, exactly. If somebody would pay us for this, we'd do it at least one a month. <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor us... Uh, then uh, write to canyoufbi at gmail.com, let us know your proposal, and I might check the email a month later. <laughs> it could take a while to get can, Yeah, you know, sponsors, be patient. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, so... On that note, indeed. what do we have this week? Phil's got a lot more than me because I forgot to write down all the stuff I watched, oh my which, I, yeah. <clears throat> We've been doing this for two years. Look at, look I at all know, this. I know. Phil has I've got a, a whole book. Phil has a whole stuff. notebook. I have a file on my computer that I look at every once in a while and go, shit. This I goes should... back to like 82810, I think. Really? We've been doing this that long? Yes. Wow. Okay, good. <laughs> well, people, at least we're not uh, neglecting our duties too much. Yeah, too much. Okay. Um, yeah, I've got a, I've got a bunch to talk about. To talk, talk. Let's talk. Yeah, it's coffee Let's, talk. Yeah, no, not coffee talk, because that's coffee. No, it's not. Okay. Actually, it probably is, but who gives a shit? Yeah, really. This like, is the Wild like West. Mike the, Myers or this Lauren the, Michaels is listening to this podcast. Well, actually. Um, <laughs> I did I, receive an email. I got an email from Mike Myers saying, "Stop making fun of me for um, the Love Guru." Aww, I know that was a cheap shot. Mariska Hargate. Mariska Hargate. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was so bad. Oh my god, Aww. that but was like ha- retarded. It has bad. its moments. Well, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, let's see. Let me just kick off with mine first. How about okay. that? All right. I watched, uh, and for some reason, this movie just has stuck with me. Uh, Despite the fact that it doesn't really deserve it. Exactly. It's one of those movies that, like, I remember very well, which I shouldn't even care about. And that movie, friends and fans alike, is Apollo 18. Ooh. <laughs> Which is a found footage movie. Of course. Uh, The premise of the movie is that it was the last moon mission. Mm -hmm. And um, the government suppressed all this footage because they found aliens on the moon. Okay, here's my greatest question. You tell me if they answer it. Okay. Every Apollo mission... Like took off with Walter Cronkite on the on the fucking ground going there it right. goes blah blah blah. So right. how would they suppress it if everybody knew it at least took off? Because they claimed that it was a launch of like a communication satellite. Okay. 
Seriously, like from right from the beginning, uh-huh. this was like a secret mission. Oh, okay. What was their ostensible secret mission? Was that um, they didn't want, they wanted to find out if the Russians had been to the moon. So that's why it was so secret. Like they were thinking, oh, well, if the Russians have been to the moon, it would like discredit the U.S. space program or something. And it's like, really? Why? I mean, how would that discredit you? The Russians would want people to know if they'd gone to the moon. Well, okay, see, that's another point that doesn't really make that much sense. Because <laughs> in the movie, the Russians had been to the moon. Yeah, and nobody knew. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's a lot of this movie that doesn't exactly make a whole <laughs> a lot of historical of sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, like, the Russians, you'd think if the Russians went to the moon, they would be, like, at, at that point in the... I think it was in the 70s, I guess. They would want everybody to know. But apparently they shot this rocket to the moon in secret. and um, Everybody died. Everybody dies. Not everybody really lives, though. Thank you, Edward James Olmos. What? It's Braveheart. (laughs) It's Blade Runner. Blade Runner? Yeah. Everybody dies. Not every, Well, okay, not every man really lives. Anyway, back yeah. to Apollo 18. Okay, so these so guys... So tell me what you loved about it. The effects were good. Okay. The, actually, the effects were good. And I was a little surprised because when I first started watching it, I went, oh my God, this is going to be so freaking cheesy and uh-huh. bad. But the effects were actually really good. Um, I heard that they filmed it at the same uh, soundstage that they faked the, uh, the moon landing on the first time. <laughs> uh, that was a stupid joke. Anyway, no, the effects were good, um, except for the except for the the monsters, the aliens. Uh-huh. They those were oddly not very good. <laughs> like everything looked like really good when they they were going out on the moon and they were driving around the little rover thing and everything uh-huh. else, but. When it came to the the aliens, the creatures that they ended up finding on the moon, uh, those weren't so good, really. Well, and the I, weird thing, I think that's the difference, though. Um, and maybe you tell me if I'm wrong. Is that frequently, you know, with a with a cheap movie like that, they have to use practical effects. So they probably did build something like a moon buggy probably, and drive yeah. it around on a set. Yeah, it looked like it. Yeah. So practical effects tend to look a lot better and feel more real than. Because they are real. Right. That's why exactly. I would I would postulate that Indeed. that's. But no, I, think I mean that's the point that I'm making. Yes, it is. <laughs> we are agreeing on your point. No, no, no. Anyway, um, the uh, the whole found footage aspect of it. Uh-huh. I think it's a. It was a. Um, a premise that would lend itself to that. Uh huh. Because they made a big point in the beginning of the movie. To show that, like, Westinghouse or somebody had made these cameras that'll be installed in the, in the uh-huh. moon lander. Yeah. And, I mean, they really pushed that. They're like, these Westinghouse cameras, and in fact, throughout the whole movie, they kept saying, I, I think it was Westinghouse, but they kept saying, uh, Westinghouse number three seems to be functioning perfectly. Yeah. I'm like, for a company that doesn't even exist anymore, they're getting a lot of product plug here. No, no, they exist. Do they? Uh-huh. They make, like, light bulbs now or something. No, they make TVs. I, th- I think the brand's been bought by, like, a Chinese company. Oh, good. 
<laughs> um, so anyway, the, okay, I'm gonna rewind a little bit. The story is that they, they they go to the moon. This is like supposedly after the last real moon mission. Uh huh. They go to the moon. Um, they're looking around. They're setting up all these cameras on the moon, uh-huh. and they think it's because uh, it's just for scientifical research. Yes. But it's because what the government didn't tell them, oh. man, is that they're looking for aliens. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. Mind-blowing. So why had none of the other uh, Apollo missions? That was not exactly addressed. <laughs> <laughs> All of the I mean, other they're, they're 14. three more that yeah. have landed on the movie. Yeah, yeah, no, that was not exactly addressed oh. in this particular okay. movie. All right. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> so they get to the moon and uh, they're putting up all these cameras and all this crazy stuff is happening. That's like in these found footage movies, obviously the scares come from what you don't see. Right. Okay. So, you know, there's these cameras that are in the little lunar module and, you know, uh, things can, like whack into the wall and on the outside, and the place shakes, and they go, "Oh my God, what the hell was that about?" You know, uh-huh. and um, so keep doing that, keep doing that. Then at one point, one of the guys goes out to do a moonwalk. Uh-huh. He was Michael Jackson, by the way. Um, no, he goes out to do this thing, and he, and um, somehow one of these alien creatures. Like gets inside of his suit, uh-huh. and I can't remember exactly how that happened. <laughs> Maybe at this point I wasn't really paying attention. Sure, but um, but it gets inside of his suit and it bites him, and it like infects him. Like they don't just kill you; it's like they bite you or get inside of you and infect you. And like there's this scene where the other guy, who's the one that's not infected, cuts out this alien thing out of him, out of the other guy. Uh huh. And it's a rock. He cuts a rock out of this guy. Uh huh. And he's like, "What the fuck, man? I thought you said an alien got you." Like, well, how would he have a rock inside of him? Like, yeah. So this <laughs> other guy, the guy that gets like, uh huh. I didn't tell you this would make sense. <laughs> I just told you I saw it. Indeed. Um. So the guy that got bit by the alien or whatever, he starts to go kind of crazy, mm-hmm. and um. The guy up in the the module that's orbiting the moon, the guy that's supposed to like right. pick them up, basically, uh-huh. government is telling him the whole time, oh, they're gone, uh, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. And he's like, no, I'm going to save my friends, blah, blah, blah. And so he tries to do that, and apparently, like, you know, rock monsters ensue, and it's, they find this Russian spaceship that was on the moon and they're all dead. And, um, it, there's actually a semi cool visual of a skeleton on the moon, which was the, one of the Russian guys. Uh-huh. I thought that was actually somewhat cool, but you know, then, um, I think that, okay. So okay, the, that begs a question. Sure. Did the rock monsters eat it? Because there's no way he would decompose in space. Well, that was sort of, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I get. 
<laughs> okay, wait a minute. I may have not thought about that particular point. But I guess it's implied that the rock monsters ate the guy. Okay. Or he, like, rotted from the inside out because of their bite or something. Okay. So, whatever. Anyway. Sure. We'll just Yeah, we'll on. just... We'll gloss over that. Which is a... Uh, I think that's that a trend in, in the movie. Here in so the far. in the movie, like whatever, we'll deal with it in post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, the guy, um, the one guy that's not bit, like he's trying to save the other guy, and he's trying to get back to the other ship, and he their ship's busted, the American ship's broken, so they have to use the Russian ship, and he can't figure out how to work it. It's just whatever, and in the end. I think that, see now, the ending part is the part I don't remember for sure. I think that, in the end... Well, we don't want to give away too much, right? How much can you give away on this? But I think that they blast off in the Russian ship and get up to the orbiting ship, and then the government like just cuts them off and just says, you're fucked. You know? Okay. So... It's it's one of it's funny because it's like a found footage alien slash conspiracy slash space travel movie or something. Sure. And, it, and to be honest with you, it was it wasn't the found footage aspect that I didn't like about it. It was just that it was not very good. <laughs> like if you would have made Fair it enough. I mean, really, if you would have made it as a non found found footage movie, sure, it still wouldn't have been very good. Yeah. You know, so Apollo 18, I got to say thumbs down. Yeah. Sorry about that. Whoever the hell you were that made it. (laughs) I will use that to segue into my found footage movie, which is The Bay. Nice. Barry Barry Levinson's found footage horror movie. Yeah. We talked about it at one point Uh on the podcast saying, really? Yeah, I know. Totally crazy. (laughs) Um. But I will say this. Um, this movie is good. Like it's... Like good, good? Or good. just like good for what it is? No, good. Awesome. Um, it's probably the best found footage movie since, you know, the first couple. Like Blair Witch. And Blair Witch. Well, was that the first one? I think it was. I would think so, too. Because I can't think of one before that. Uh-huh. Okay. Unless it's something, you know. Stupid. Well, that was the first big one. Something stupid, yeah. You know, some director video. Yeah, movies. yeah. Um, but uh, no, the Bay, and I think uh, what makes it different. There's a couple things, but one of the big ones is usually there's that annoying thing in found footage movies where you have to wonder why they're filming. Right. You know, people are constantly, it's like, turn it off, turn it off, man. He's like, no, like, I, I gotta keep filming. Right. I mean, You're do you like, walk why? around your entire life just uh-huh. filming everything? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but this movie, instead of trying to make the, you know, kind of make the sto- the the shooting style fit into your story, right. to, you know, fit a budget, right. which is yeah. most of the time what found footage does, it makes movie cheaper. Sure. This one uh, takes the... Instead of having, you know, one person filming all the time, it's like all this different stuff, you know, like, you know CCTV cameras and blogs and... Yeah, see, know, now blah, that blah, seems blah. like a smart way to do it. And it's put together like to tell a story, different pieces of footage from different places, so it's not 
one person like, I gotta tell this story, man. Yeah. No, that seems like a that seems like a smart way to do it. Mm -hmm. And then like even going back to, the, you know, Apollo eighteen, it made sense that that was a found footage movie because of the fact that they put cameras everywhere, and that was sort of like a very big point in the beginning. Right. I will say this though, and I'm not trying to derail your review here, uh. but. In the movie Apollo 18, they oh. don't make it back to Earth. So how in the hell do they find the footage? It's called a found footage movie, right? How do they find it? Mm. It was beamed back to Earth, apparently, or something. I don't know. Okay, anyway. Going back to... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I can't answer these questions. Bill, I, I doubt I could... the filmmakers could. Probably not. <laughs> Actually, they probably got some long convoluted thing. I'm um, sure they probably Anyway, well, so the bay. One of the space shuttles secretly. Yeah, right. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, so the bay, yeah. So essentially, the bay is the story. So, like you know, the the Chesapeake Bay is like mega polluted, and this is kind. Of, it's kind of an ecological terror kind of movie. Okay. Um, where you know what we've wrought, kind of thing. Right. And um, <laughs> so apparently, it takes this real event. Where a bunch of people got sick at like, a, um, you know, some kind of food eating contest or something, or, or Fourth of July party or something, right. because the water was so polluted and kind of amps it up and takes it along. Okay. Um, and uh, so it so because of all this pollution from you know like uh, mega chicken farms and all the steroids that they put yeah, in, in our food and stuff and, and all that and, shit and it washes into the. To the Chesapeake Bay, along with all the other chemicals and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, it, like, makes these little um, grubs kind of thing, like, uh, get really big and start eating you from the inside out. Gross. And they're in the water, and, um, you know, it's really wonderful. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, this big old worm just like appears in your stomach well, no, they, and eats you. They're some kind of, you know, like beetle. They look like a beetle or something. Yeah, and that's still gross. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. That's but yeah, there's still some, gross. Is it, there's some really graphic stuff in this movie. So if you don't have the stomach for it, please don't watch it. I probably don't. Because <laughs> there's actually, and I think I said this when we were talking about the, the trailer. Uh huh. Is that there's one thing that will gross me out so badly that I just can't watch it, uh, which is bugs getting inside of you and like, yeah. There's this one horrible sequence where this girl's like <laughs> talking to her friend on Skype or something, and she's like, "There's something weird," and she like shows her, you know, pulls up her, her thing and shows her belly, and it's all like rolling around with Whoa. these things in her belly. Yeah, gross. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> See, no, but no, honestly. I mean, I think the, the other thing that kind of makes it better is that you've got a legitimate director and Barry Levinson with some, you know, there's a lot of characters, obviously, because mm -hmm. we're not following one group. Sure. Um, he manages to, to, to make a character on screen and actually make you care about them in very short bursts, you know, like, yeah. You know, like, like you only see him for like five minutes, but uh -huh. you don't want him to die. Right. Like so, there's there's one sequence where kind of the main characters they're you know coming from across the bay in like Maryland over over uh, uh, taking a boat over to visit their parents. Yeah. And they're and the uh, and um the mother like calls her on her cell phone and leaves a message and and you're like oh you shouldn't come here it's bad I'm at the hospital with your dad 
and they show CCTV footage of, of the mother and they like, you know, just outline her in white and it's like, oh, okay. You know, like you well, feel a little tug. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that doesn't happen normally oh, in, sure. in these kind of movies. Yeah. Well, see, that's, you're exactly right. In most of the movies like this, it's like the characters are just there basically to like sort of service the story. Right. You know, it's like even in Blair Witch, you know, like when the one guy disappeared, you kind of went, well, okay, whatever. Well, they were also annoying. They were. (laughs) They were. (laughs) Very annoying. And then the one girl needs a Kleenex really bad. But um, no, I'm just saying that like for the most part in these found footage movies, it's like the characters are just sort of there to service yeah. the story. They're uh-huh. they're there to sort of tell you what's going on. It's like, you know, somebody yells into a camera, Oh my God, the aliens are coming! And it's like, okay, that doesn't mean that I care about you necessarily. <laughs> right. You know. You just told me what's going on. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> sort of, in a way, that's sort of the problem I had with Cloverfield. Yeah. Is that the characters were only there to tell you what was going on. Uh-huh. They weren't actual, really, that characters necessarily. Well, I don't. I think that's kind of an exception to that. I think that, um, in a in a lot of ways, I find that movie like the. At least I think the director wants it to be so that the beast is kind of, you know, just there making the events happen. But it's these characters invested in the yeah. guy trying to find his ex-girlfriend i know know, right it's like whoa you're pathetic yeah really but anyway so the bay see it i know it's on um video on demand on comcast probably other learn it live it love it indeed total thumbs up from i just have to say that i may or may not see that movie just because of like i said that is like a gross factor to me that is the one thing i can watch anything basically but that is the one thing that, for some reason, just blah, yeah can't do it. Well, give it a whirl. Okay, we'll give it a shot, and if I only you'll get, be grossed out, but that's kind of the point. I'm sure it is. You know, <laughs> I'm sure that is the point. But oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So moving on from the day. <laughs> what else do I want to talk about? Oh, I do want to talk about. Okay. I have heard, okay, so I've heard a lot of differing opinions on this movie, and um, so I've watched Snow White and the Huntsman. Okay. And I have, you know, listened to, listening to other podcasts, reading reviews, some people, like, adore this movie. Okay. And a lot of people hate it, and I am in the latter. I despise hated it. this movie. Hated that. I mean, Kristen Stewart is worthless, so let's Ugh. just go with that. God. Um, why does that bitch get to be in, like, one of the biggest grossing franchises of, like, all time? She is fucking... Mm, she, yeah. you, like you said, she's worthless. Yes. Fuck that girl. <laughs> you know what, Kristen Stewart? Fuck you. Indeed. So, um, Thanks for listening, but take a hike. So she's literally worthless. And uh, who else? Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron is occasionally good in the movie, but sometimes she's just, like, overmatched. You know, like, she can't quite get to where the movie wants her to go. Okay, And gotcha. she starts to sound a little silly. Right. You know, when she starts screaming in this weird voice, you're like, ah, what? <laughs> um, so I, I don't think she could quite, quite make it to where maybe emotionally it needed to go. Um, what about Chris Hemsworth? He's just there. He's, he's seen, there. He's scenery. 
Yeah, he's hunky. He's there. Indeed. Whatever. Um, he's the huntsman. <laughs> right? <laughs> of the title. Yeah. Um, the but titular yeah. huntsman. Indeed. Uh, but no, he really, he literally doesn't have much to do except occasionally come and save her. Um, and, See and here, then there's the, the, the dwarves, which apparently, you know, this is like Bob Hoskins announced his retirement after making the movie. Like, they're all, no, like, it's Bob Hoskins and Toby Jones and... Um, he announces the retirement. He's like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Seriously, then, I was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You God assholes! Damn it! Well then, Mona Lisa. You fucking a holes. <laughs> but no, like, like for some reason, all the dwarves are like people you know. Um, so that was kind of odd. But uh, this is my main takeaway, and perhaps it's just a me thing. Okay. This movie had some legend envy. Meaning. Tom Cruise. Mia oh, Sarah. legend! I thought you meant like the legend of Snow White or whatever. No, 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 no. Tom Cruise, really? Mia Sarah, Tim Curry, Envy, serious. Really? Yes. Like, and, and you know, it's funny because, like, you know, I watched some of the special features. You know, like in what's his name, Rupert, whatever the fuck the name, the director's name is. Um, you this know, is the like, guy that Kristen Stewart or cheated on had a had an affair with. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, Sorry, vampire boy. You're just too sparkly and wimpy. Oh. Um, but uh, no, like, like, and he's like, oh no, we 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 went back to the actual like, you know, myths and and the the you know the the stories and and wanted to get at kind of the darker truth of these blah 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 blah. And I'm like, no, 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 you didn't. You just you watched Legend you a couple Legend. of times. Like, there is a scene in there. Okay, so uh, tell me if you remember the unicorn scene from Legend. I where, do. Where Mia Sarah walks out and the unicorn's in yes. the stream with all the trees and all the dark. Reaches up, touches it, and mm-hmm. then the goblin phew, shoots, yeah, the, shoots, shoots the dart and it runs off and everything yeah. bad happens. I do remember. Ditto. Exact same scene in Snow White and the Huntsman. Really? Exact same scene, except with a giant white elk or deer or something like that um, Boo on you snow white <laughs> i mean literally so, so it's so she's like at this clearing and there's this giant you know like tree of life kind of thing and this white stag walks out with these huge you know things and it comes up and they're like oh she's the one blah 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 and it, she walks up to touch him and she pets his head or whatever the fuck. and then one of the bad guys shoots it with an arrow and all hell breaks loose and you're like, I've seen this before. Wait, this seems very familiar I mean, to me. You know, maybe, you know, it's 30 years old now, 30 plus years old now. But still, here's uh, what, come the, on. But see, the thing is, though, is that, that probably the director of that movie mm. is of our generation, maybe a little older, maybe. A little older, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that would have been smack dab in his wheelhouse, and that would have made a big impression on him. Uh-huh. And uh, he would have gone, oh, you know. Even maybe I don't know if he even knew it. Maybe, maybe he thought he was doing an yeah. homage, uh-huh. but um, and I did the air quotes for homage. Yes. But but even if it was subconscious, he's seen that movie uh-huh. and went, "That was a good scene." Yeah. So I'll just do that again. It's like what a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Nobody's trying to remake real genius. <laughs> but anyway, and th- there's a lot of that, you know, like Charlie's there and his his darkness clearly, you know. I mean, there's. Right. There's just a lot of stuff going on in this movie, you know, with the with the three people, three people. So know. we could make a Venn diagram of the legend and Snow White and the Huntsman. I, I'm telling you, like, I believe do a, you. Do a double take, you know. Uh, one so on Saturday, watch Legend. 
on Sunday, watch Snow White and the Huntsman. And you'll go, and you'll what, go the what the hell? Fuck? Yeah. Like, this is note for note the same movie. That's crazy. I never even, like, I never would have guessed that. The it, same movie. I never would have guessed that. But, you know, it makes sense, like I said. Uh-huh. You know, being There's a, even kind of like a Meg Mucklebone scene. You know, really? Remember, you know, <laughs> Robert right, right. Picardo in the weird suit coming out of the swamp. Right. There's a scene very much like that in the dark forest instead of the swamp. God, <laughs> way to go, you know, guys! It's like, oh God, I just, it just I can watch crazy. a superior movie to this, which is the same movie. It's called Legend, right? You know, I I can go back thirty years and watch it when Ridley Scott did it better than you, right? I mean, with it, better know. actors <laughs> and better exactly. you know ideas. And you know, a lot of people talk about the visuals in this movie, and it's got that Ron Howard thing for me. Where it just, like, yes, it's pretty, but I can see you thinking that it's pretty. Right. Like, it doesn't feel natural. Right. There is something, and when you said Ron Howard thing, I totally got what you're saying, is that, like, Ron Howard movies, they look, the, the visuals are good, but you go, okay, they're not, like, this is taking me out of it almost a little it, bit. It like feels constructed. Like right. you can you can tell like it's oh, like you can I'm see gonna the, put that right there and that'll be pretty. You can see the like sort of algebra behind right. it. You know. Whereas somebody who does it like Ridley or, you know, whoever, who can do it and it feels natural. Right. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Because it like just going, you know, sort of a corollary. corollary to my Apollo 18 thing was um, Apollo 13, mm-hmm. which was a Ron Howard movie. And it looked great, but you went, see, I know that he knew that, like, you have to have this this shadow here and the shadow there. And it's like you can see the thought process behind it almost yeah. instead of just watching the movie. Uh-huh. And that might be completely unfair to Ron Howard, but it, you're right. I know exactly what you mean. I don't know. That's just that was just my takeaway. So yeah, for me, Snow White and the Huntsman, um, it just there was nothing there, and and what was there was copied from a, a movie that I like much better. Well, you can't have much there with Kristen Stewart. I mean, really? Yeah, I know. She's oh a, my I mean, god! Listen, if Mia Sarah can blow her out of the water, then that's saying something. <laughs> if you just got blown out of the water acting wise by Mia Sarah. Try harder. <laughs> She's yeah. just too angsty. I don't know. She gets on my nerves. Oh, I hate that bitch. Oh. I'm just going to go all the way with that. I hate that bitch. <laughs> I know. I think I have in a previous podcast gone a similar path. I think you have. Uh, but, yeah. So, Snow White and the Huntsman. Uh, for Give me, it a miss. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a miss. And if you really want to... Do that double feature, and you will know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know, that'd be a fun game. Write us in uh, at uh, kenyoufbi at gmail.com and let us know what you think. Because I'm actually curious. I don't know if I could sit through Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. So I might not do it myself. <laughs> but anybody well, you got to do it yourself, man. I know. So I'm, I'll be the control group. Yeah. There you go. Very nerdy reference there. for everybody. <laughs> So did you have anything else? I'm trying to think. I know I did, but let me think about it. We'll do one of yours okay. again. I will talk about Skyfall. Okay, Skyfall. Um, the new James Bond picture that's only, only you know, like four or five weeks old now, whatever. Right, um, the brand new I, one from a month ago. Right. Um, so, <sighs> let me, okay, let me preface this by saying, I have not seen it, but uh-huh. 
I have heard many, many people say that this is the best Bond movie in a long time. Okay? And I'm just saying this to preface it by saying that no, that's no, what I've heard. I, I was, I was going to say the same thing. Everybody I've talked to, everybody I've read adores this movie. This movie is like the best reviewed movie ever. And it's now the highest grossing James Bond film of all time. Really? Yes. Is it? It passed Casino Royale. Indeed. Awesome. Um, but I did not like it. See, now when I talked to you on the phone earlier, mm. or earlier this week, you said that and I went, <laughs> what? I know. I, I'm like the world's biggest James Bond fan. I love the I love James Bond. I've seen I know. All but one. Thank you. One. Which is the one you haven't seen? I'm not going to admit to which one it is because uh, it's no. usually considered the best. <laughs> what? Goldfinger? No. From Russia with Love. Really? You haven't seen I've it? I've never seen it. Wow. I don't know how I've, it's escaped me all the I don't years. think that's considered the best one. I think it's it? almost universally considered the best. It's not my favorite. Obviously, I haven't seen it. But my favorite will forever be on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, God. George Lazenby. You just it's like that a, because it's, it's a weird. great movie. You just like it because it's weird. How, okay, never mind. It is not weird. It's got Telly Sabalas, Diana Rigg. It's the only James Bond with a hell of a lot of motion. James Bond gets married. His wife. Wow, well, I, I shouldn't give that away. Uh, well, obviously. Oh, spoilers! This was in the seventies. I know his wife dies. You know, yada yada yada. Like, there's some actual stuff going on, and it's beautifully filmed, and it's great movie. Great. Movie. Okay, so you're okay. Totally underrated. The James Bond. Usually, the James Bond movie people don't even know exists. Yeah, it's the lost James Bond movie. Correct. Okay, now let me ask you this: Do you like it because of its own merits, or do you like it because it is the lost James Bond movie? No, I like it because of its own merits. Okay, I've good. always been in love with Diana. And, and her who hasn't <laughs> I'm gonna strangle you um, no, I, seriously she was freaking hot indeed I know like, um, what I'm not making fun I'm saying yes she was really hot <laughs> so yes no honor majesties and then you know maybe it's just because they it were they were kind of my formative bonds yeah. but I was attached to Pierce I liked Pierce as James I liked Bond. I thought Pierce Brosnan was a perfect James Bond outside of Tomorrow Never Dies like almost all those movies are pretty good oh yeah Tomorrow Never Dies wasn't very was good was the goofiest yeah but Goldfinger was or not Goldfinger Goldeneye Goldeneye, Goldeneye is like it's my like, second favorite that one is like a great James Bond movie yes it is that is like I mean I think if you had to say though and here's, here's this is a question, not a statement. What do you think would be considered universally among people? Mm. Like, what would you think would be considered the best James Bond movie? And see, that's a hard question because there's so many movies and there's so many people with various opinions. Yeah, or whatever. I think almost certainly most people who like really like the series will go back to Connery. So it'll be one of them, either either it's Goldfinger or if it's from Russia with Love or whatever. It's going to be somewhere in there. I would say, if I had to guess, I would say that most people would say Goldfinger. Mm. It certainly got the most that people remember, you know, with the, the what's his name, with yeah. the hat. Yeah, odd, odd jobs. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, I think that Goldeneye, honestly, was a great James Bond movie. Uh -huh. And you know what the best part about that movie was? Well, I mean... Well, maybe not the best part, but a very, very, very important factor in that uh -huh. is that... The Timothy Dalton Bond movies looked and 
they looked and came across as like the last gasp yes. of James Bond. Yes, especially License to Kill. License oh, to Kill. Oh, that was. It a looked like they made it for bird. like about fourteen dollars. And then they went, okay, you know what? Look, people like James Bond. Maybe we should actually give him a real James well, Bond yeah. movie. And, that, and they took a lot of time off after that. It was, you know, six years, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Between Bond pictures then, uh, before resetting it with... Uh, and it was, you know, and I think GoldenEye gets kind of a bit of an amp because it got to play on the end of the Cold War and all that stuff. Yeah, and but... It, you know, that opening sequence is so great with the chicks, you know... Banging the sledgehammers on Stalin's head and stuff. It's awesome. You know that? Yeah, but see, that's the thing. And that, Is it with GoldenEye? Tina Turner movie? I mean, come on. Tina Turner? I, post, I put that on Facebook. Did you see that? I didn't see it. I, I, I posted the video for gold, gold uh, for the GoldenEye theme, and I was like, going to see Skyfall tonight. Had to get in the mood. Right, right. <laughs> well, see, but the thing is, though, is that that movie really got it right. They went, okay, what was it that people really loved about James Bond? They went, Okay, big action sequences, uh, suave guy, um, even down to the opening title sequence. Yeah. Like, they went, people love this stuff. This uh -huh. is like, this is what people remember a yeah. lot of. Uh-huh. Yeah, and That's it is That's what I true. think they're like, actually fucking up a lot in the new James Bond movies with Daniel Craig. Yeah. Those title sequences suck. Suck. They're awful. Yes. It's like, you're shooting cards at and each other. What? Their songs are bad. This this Adele song is like okay. I thought the Adele song was good. It's okay. the The last one, which which I kind of like as a song, is like a really bad James theme, James Bond theme song. The one with J um, Jack White and um, Alicia Keys. Oh yeah, from Quantum of Solace. Yeah, I didn't like that. And I don't. But... And the and Casino Royale didn't have one. I know. And see, that's what I mean. Is it's like those are that's one thing you can't fuck up really. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to not fuck it up. Right. You have naked chicks jumping around in silhouette. How hard is that? <laughs> right? But, okay, well, let's Okay, move so going on. Back, move to back to Skyfall. Skyfall. And I think this is a, a problem I've had with all three of these last ones. Okay. I do not like Daniel Craig. I don't get it. I don't think he's a good Bond. I don't want to, you know, he's not a handsome rogue that I want. He just comes off as more of a Timothy Dalton who's just always pissed off. You know, just a bunch of rage with a gun kind of thing. You know, he, it's not fun. Like, he's just a drunk, you know, womanizer. Like, they've taken it kind of the fun out of James Bond and yeah. made it more, like, straight. It's like, like the, they're making a, him a into Jason killer. Moore. Right. And Is he a drunk in these ones? Oh, yeah. Come on, yeah. He's on Go, Go, Go. I don't know. I didn't really get the idea that he was total drunk in these ones. Okay. I, I got that vibe. Okay. Um. Uh. But uh, he's not as much fun. That's for sure. Yes. And you know, like they try their best in this one to to like bring back a villain villain you can enjoy, and so you you've got uh, Javier Bardem kind of gnawing on the scenery. Oh, uh, what is it? What and else does he do? <laughs> that's his stock in trade, right? Not really. Like you go watch No Country for Old Men. Like he's mute the entire movie. He okay. In that movie, he chooses scenery without using his teeth, which is <laughs> a talent that I don't think I would That's ever called have. Acting. Um, but anyway, so no, and and to me, it went too far. Like it was too cartoonish. 
really? Because I had heard the, like a lot of what I had heard was it was it was um, very grounded. Like they had Him? that. No, he no. is not grounded in that movie. Oh, no, no, no. no. I'm not saying movie. that particular character. I'm saying the movie in general. Oh no, no, no. Well, yeah. Well, yes. And then you got. Oh, you also get a disconnect because the movie's very. You know, like this is real shit. It could happen. You know, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And then you get this cartoonish villain. No, you know, wandering all over the place. You're like, oh. like there's a there's some part of there's a disconnect between the sure. pieces in the movie, and I, I just don't get it. Like, there's a couple of fun sequences in the movie, yeah, um, but I find it boring. And the ending, mm. like, the ending is seriously like forty minutes. Like, it goes on for That's, way that, too fucking long. That is one thing that I've heard about this movie is that everything takes way longer than it should. Mm-hmm. Like, a scene that should take two minutes takes nine minutes. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's. It, I mean, it just. It's just like interminable. After a while, I, I, and you know, I, I. At least I have my brother. I. He texted me like I walked out. Oh yeah, you told me that. I mean, like he, twenty he, minutes to the end. Yep, yep. He's like, I was fucking bored with this, and I left. Wow. Like okay, you know, I understand leaving from that movie. It, it's not good. Wow. I mean, I. I'm the odd man out, but I did not like it. Well. You know, I was the odd man out when we did the uh, the podcast that had that we talked about Quantum of Solace. I didn't like I did not like that one at all. I think it's okay. It's not great. You were defending it. I remember. It's a it's a little, it's more born than I have a comfort for. But but uh, you know you know I, it was it's it's short. It's to the point, and it got me in and out of the theater, and I I wasn't annoyed. <laughs> I was serviced I mean, by this movie. Exactly. You know, like beginning to end, I was like, hey, okay, whatever, I'm out. Yeah, no, I didn't like that one. But I, I can't really comment on Skyfall because I haven't seen it. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, you I, I are think sort of going against the grain in the most. I, I think part. it's just that I can't enjoy the character as played by Daniel Craig. Fair enough. I mean, I, uh, I'm, try, I I'm trying to think. Okay, so... And everybody does this, and we're gonna do it. And we're gonna be these whatever. Who's your favorite and least favorite Bonds? I know your least favorite is Daniel Craig, obviously. Yeah, I think so. I think I even enjoy Timothy Dalton more than I enjoy Daniel Craig. Really? Um, and my favorite James Bond. I know what you're gonna say. Ah, it's tough. I've got the unconventional choices. It's either Pierce or Roger. I knew. I well, see. I I thought you were gonna say Roger Moore. I'm surprised that you thought about it longer than, <laughs> than I thought. You I, would. I, I I think I will just say. Uh, so if you're calling me out, I'm gonna say Roger. See, that's what I thought. That's what I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I think I got to say that I like uh, Daniel Craig more than you do as James Bond. Yeah. I don't think, I think that you're right when you say that he's too angry. Yeah. Like, he's just this, yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean there, there's none of this, I mean, he's sort of like, they put him. all the fun out of the movie. Right, because he's just pissed off all the time. Yeah. Um, I would say that my favorite James Bond. For me, okay, uh, yes, it's a toss-up between the original, who is Sean Connery, Connery, 
and who I thought was almost like the perfect James Bond, which was Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Like, if you thought of a James Bond just in the sense of what he really was, he would be it, probably. Yeah. But Sean Connery, it's like... Oh, he's, the, he he's the originator. He yeah. created the character. But, like, I, it's a... And at gunpoint, between the two, I think I might actually pick Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, Pierce had that really great energy where he could do the pissed off, I'm going to kill you, and be suave and make the one-liners. And, 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 and it works. Yeah. Either way, it works. You know, Watch yeah. World is not enough. Like, you can tell he's pissed off, you know, trying right. to kill, you know, whatever his name is in that movie. Um, and, uh, and what have you, but he's also saying, I thought Christmas only came once a year. Oh my God. I you remember know? watching that movie with you and we were in the theater and we both went, what? <laughs> oh my God. He just said that. I know. But you know, I mean, like there was that great energy where you could do both. Right. You know, Roger Moore aired on the side of the goofy. The goofy. Right. And, and that's, it's, it's kind of my speed. I like that. I oh love, yeah. I totally you know, do too. A view to a kill is up there for my top. James oh God, that was so Grace goofy. Jones, Grace I mean, Jones, Christopher Walken. I mean, come I on. I mean, that is a great James Bond picture. It's not, but it's it fun. It is. It's not. It is. Okay. Trying but, to drown Silicon Valley. That's my James Bond villain. Well, and you know what people don't really realize is that uh, Roger Moore was James Bond for a long time. He made the most. Seven, uh, I think. I thought it was even more than that. I thought I it was like nine, so. but yeah. I mean, he was James Bond for a long time. Yeah. And if you do a kill, he was getting a little creaky. Yes, he was. He was certainly. I mean, that was. I mean, I've heard people say, you know, like it's an interesting Bond because you've got this ancient James Bond against Christopher Walken, who's pretty young, and Grace Jones is pretty young, and it kind of has its own kind of interplay in that fashion of, right. of the old and the young. And right. No. But, he, yeah. But like, I mean, either way, yeah, yeah. he he was getting he was, up there. He was looking a little long in the tooth. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I, I love a view to a kill. I don't know why. And a well, spy, and spy who loved me, like you know, there there are some James Bond movies like I don't need to see again, like uh, Moonraker. I kind of enjoy Moonraker. Okay. Like, okay. So so here's my thing with Moonraker. Like the first hour and a half is like one of the best James Bond movies ever, and then they go to space, and you're like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? James Bond's firing lasers in space and yeah. there's Jaws and what the fuck is going what on What the here? hell are you doing? But yeah, there were, it, yeah. Um, no, Moonraker, like, you watch that first half of that movie, you're like, oh, this is, this is fucking James Bond, man. Yeah. And then you go and then the you go half. To space. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. What's the, the, the worst, okay, the Who's worst the, James Bond The worst picture. James Bond. Picture or actor? Picture. The worst James Bond picture. Uh, okay, so we know what the worst James Bond picture is. What's the second worst? Are we saying that the, the worst one is License, License to, Kill. to Kill? Yeah, that's awful. Yes. Very bad. Um, let's see. The second worst, I'm going to have to say the second worst was... Mm, I hate to say this because I just I'm gonna go against what I just said before. The third Brosnan one was pretty bad. Tomorrow never dies. Yeah, I think that's second. World Wait. is not enough. Is third. 
Okay, which one was the movie or the the news magnet one? Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay, that one. Yeah, that's I, I up agree. There. That's the worst Jim Pierce, I think. For oh, sure. by far. For me, it's it's kind of a tie, uh, and they were right next to each other in sequence, so so it, I kind of you know maybe it explains something, but like um, I think for me the actual answer is Live and Let Die. I hate that movie. Really? I hate that movie. Um, but then like, you know, maybe like one point ahead of it is Diamonds Are Forever. I, that's a bad movie. That is a bad movie. It's... Despite that line, named for your father, of course. Right, yeah. What's your name? Plenty O'Toole, named <laughs> yeah. for your father, of course. That's not a very good one. It's a, but it's the weirdest one. Live and Let Die. hitmen and Jimmy Dean is the guy they're That's to so weird. It's, I know. Uh, that was anyway. not a good one. No. Um, but no, so maybe I'll have to revise my answer because I don't think that Tomorrow Never Dies. Am I mixing it up again? No, Tomorrow, no, Never, Tomorrow, Dies. Tomorrow Never Dies. It wasn't very good, but it was well made at least. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Terry Hatcher as the Bond girl just isn't convincing to me, especially well, so. with the hair that they gave her. Um, but anyway, uh, no, like for, I was going to go back and say, explain my answer. Like Live and Let Die to me is just ridiculous. This with, is the one with the voodoo guys? Yeah, okay. With the, with the voodoo and that fucking like hour long, you know, bayou chase scene with yeah. the guy from with Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It's ridiculous. And <laughs> No, you're right. Actually, that was, that's, that's pretty bad. And it's too bad because the theme song was great. <laughs> yeah, indeed. But, it's one know, of the best themes. I know. But the movie itself, you're right. I forgot about that Bayou Chase where he jumps over the the highway mm-hmm. in the boat. Yep. Yeah. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I will say though too that I mentioned it earlier. Moonraker's got to be it's yeah, in yeah. the discussion. Yeah. Because, yeah. and just because it was so goofy and like, yes, it's Roger Moore, uh-huh. which is fine. You know, he's kind of the goofy Bond. Yes. But. It was just like too goofy, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, here's okay. Here's I was reading this statistic in in this in the Economist the other day where they analyzed you know on average how many people did each one kill, how many people drank the most, uh, drank the most martinis, and how many bedded the most women. Right. So person who killed the most in, on average in their movies, Pierce. Person who bedded the most ladies, Sean Lazenby. Oh, you can't use that as an average. They That's did, one did, movie. Okay, he he technically on average bested. No, that's average. bullshit. I don't buy that at all. Um, and the person who drank the most was Roger. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, Roger was like the good time Bond. You know? Yeah, he was. He was the disco Bond. He indeed was. That's awesome, though. I mean, to me, you got View to a Kill. You got Spy Who Loved Me. You got. Some great Bond pictures in the, in the, his long tenure. Oh sure, but but I you've mean, also got some of the worst. So sure, it's weird. It's like you think back and you go, some of those were great, and then you think some of them were just crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I mean, when you've made twenty seven movies, some of them are going to be bad. Right. Well, I will say this. Mm. I don't think that um, uh, Timothy Dalton was necessarily a bad choice for those movies. Yeah. I thought that he could have... I really do, and I still do, 
think that he could have made a good James Bond. Yeah, but I mean, he you, didn't. They, all you've got to do the is, movies sucked. It wasn't him necessarily. <laughs> well, I mean, the first one and the name escapes me at the moment. It's license to is it license to kill? No, no, that's, that's the, the worst the one. Second, that's the the Living one. Daylights. Living Daylights. Living Daylights is actually not a terrible Bond picture. No, it's not. It's um, sort of on the the lower end, but it's right. not bad. But the other one is so bad. Yeah, it's awful. It's ridiculously yes. awful. I mean, to the point where Robert you went, Davy is your Bond villain. And um, I mean, Colombian drug lords. Like, why are they in a Bond movie? Like, it's just weird to me. I don't. know. There should be somebody who wants to irradiate all the gold in the world. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Indeed. Scaramanga. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Okay. We've gone on we, a long uh, time this is about a James, James Bond. Bond podcast. Wow. Okay. So we're going to call this the Bond cast. Indeed. So, to uh, summarize, Skyfall, for me, thumbs down. I know probably all of you loved it. I just don't. Hey, they, there's nothing saying that people got to agree with this. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed, because you're listening to me. Exactly. And, if and I have properly explained myself. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> got a problem with that? Write us an email. You know the address. Exactly. I will firmly respond to anybody who chooses to disagree with me. Uh-oh. That sounds like a challenge, people. <laughs> so, um, did you remember anything else? I did not remember. I'm sorry. I got too much into James Bond. Um, Used up all my brain cells on that one. I will... Or do you want to take a smoke break? Fuck it. Let's just push through. Okay. Um, so we'll go over Cloud Atlas for a minute. Okay. Um, so I, I saw Cloud Atlas. The most expensive independent movie ever made. Yes, over $100 million. Or around $100 million. Right. And I've heard that you can see every dollar on the screen. From what I've heard. Yeah. I think it, it's a, it's a good-looking picture. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of sets, a lot of costumes, a lot of yada. It's all there. Sure. Um, it's just, I like, oh, this movie. Like, I'm still not sure what I really think about it. Because seeing, seeing it the first time, there, uh, which is obviously the only time I've seen it, um, so far, like, there's, a, there's like, there's what, six storylines yeah. um, set over a period of, you know, thousands of years. Right. Um, and they all, like, reference... Uh, one of the other ones. Okay. Um, so, you know, somebody's writing letters in this one that are read in book form by somebody sure. over here. You know, gotcha. Yada, yada. Right. Um, and they're all, all the characters are all played by the same people. Yeah. Um, just switching out roles. Switching out, yeah, roles. From period and, to period. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that, I think, and I'm, I'm not sure... Because I go back and forth, and this is why I say you have to probably see it again to decipher it. Because mm -hmm. I can't tell whether, I mean, on first blush, it was distracting to me. like To uh, see the same guys like, playing the like, same, or that, different characters. Right, right. I'm like, oh, that woman? That's Hugo Weaving. Uh, right, yeah. You know, yeah. you're like, what? Or, you know, that weird Asian face that's, you know, Jim Sheridan or whatever. Right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, like, uh, it, it just gets odd. Or, in reverse, the Chinese girl as some white woman with blue eyes. You're like, wait, okay. what? Yeah. So, it it would kind of pull me out of it to notice yeah. all these guys everywhere. I can um, see that, for sure. Um, But, it's like, I couldn't tell. It's like, how do you balance that? Like, like what? clearly, they thought it was more important to have the same people as your connectors from story to story 
to yeah. to to connect them. Whereas I was, I, I you know, I'm, I I was kind of toying around with, you know, would it have been better to have different people in each story, so that the theme is what you're paying attention to right. rather than the character. Right. Yeah, and that's and, that's a good question. I think um, though, because like, you go it, and I can totally see how you would say that pulled you out a little bit uh-huh. because you went, wait a minute. Hugo Weaving's a woman now, or right. whatever, you uh-huh. know. Um, and I can see how, like, they would say, well, but the reason we're putting all these same people in, in all these stories is to show that things just go on forever and they're right. interconnected and they're uh-huh. whatever. So it's sort of like you have to make one choice or the other, and that's yep. the choice they made, I guess. Yep. And, you know, visually, it's a feast. Oh, that's what I yeah. I mean, um, just watching the trailer, that seven-minute trailer, yes. I was like, well, this movie's going to look good either way. <laughs> I mean, even if it isn't a good movie, it's going to look good. And I, I, I st- like I say, I still haven't quite decided what what my actual, like, hate it, love it decision is. At yeah. the moment, I'm, I'm kind of stuck in the middle because there are things where that I was just like, this is a little shaky, and there are things that I was like, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's just having so much, having six stories, you know, intercut right. with each other, a few seconds here, a couple minutes there, you know, story to story to story to story. It, it kind of is hard to grasp it all at once. And it's three hours long. Sure. Well, but the Wachowskis have always been like that, to me at least. There's stuff that, like, I say, that is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then there's other stuff where I go, oh, geez, I don't know. That's, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. I don't really think so. So that's just the Wachowskis. I mean, that's what they do. It's true. It's true. Well, I I will say this. I am glad the movie got made. To me, it kind of indicates that there are people, you know, still trying to take risks. Sure. And and make interesting movies. Whether they work, whether it works or not, you know, I'll figure out when I see it the second or third time. But 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 you're going to see it a second or third time. Right. At least they took the risk, took that chance and made you know, went balls out and made this movie sure, the no, way totally. they wanted to make well, it. Well, and see, that just, that it's reinforces what... interesting movie. Yeah, and see, that's, I mean, it reinforces what you're saying when you say, when I see it the second or third time, because you're gonna see it again. Uh-huh. There's movies out there where you go, I wouldn't even want to see that the first time. <laughs> and then, you know, you, even those movies, I've seen tons of those, I'm sure. Yes, you know, we all have. And um, you go, I'm not gonna, I would never watch that again. You're saying... I want to think about this movie. I want to sort of figure out what I think of this movie, so I'm going to watch it a couple more times. So you're saying that it's an interesting movie. Uh-huh. It's a thought-provoking movie. Indeed. So it, it's just it's just kind of, and I'll say it again. It's just kind of distracting um, when you get to the you know post-apocalyptic section and Hugh Grant is the cannibal licking the blood off his knife, and you're like. Really? It's yeah. Mr. Rom-com. I'm not sure if I buy that so much. <laughs> you know, it's like, really? But it's funny. It, it was funny uh, watching the credits because, you know, they'll go like Tom Hanks and then they'd roll all the characters they played. Right. And, and, and the, you know, all these oldsters that I saw the picture with were like, that was Tom Hanks. I didn't even know. Wow. I'm like, really? I, I could fucking tell. Well, <laughs> yeah. But see, you know what? That's who you're making movies for at this point, really. Mm. That was Tom Hanks? I couldn't tell. It's like, well, yeah, okay. But no, I mean, it's it's a challenging movie. I say see it. 
I like challenging movies because you know what? I want to sit there and be able to think about a movie rather than just go, oh, that blew up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, my hell. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone just shot up somebody oh in the face. Oh, my God. Um, what was I going to say? Do you want to talk about this one since we watched it yes, together? Yes, I do. Okay. Did we, now, we haven't talked about this movie yet, have we? No. We okay, talked good. about it in person. Oh, right. Okay. Because the last so, time we got together, we didn't do one of these. Right. That's true. Hey, yeah, that's right. We hung out without doing a podcast. We not get, we got to do that more often. <laughs> um, but no. Okay. The movie we're talking about that we're being so secretive about <laughs> is the uh, uh, Nordic masterpiece Troll Hunter. Troll Hunter. Which I had, I know that I had talked about the trailer that I saw for it. Yeah. Many moons ago. Indeed. And um, finally got to watch the movie. And I will say that I was not disappointed. I wasn't. <laughs> no, no. I, it was, I agree. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was very... It was, it was goofiness. What it was. It yeah. was what it was. And <laughs> yes, I mean, that's, that's a really sort of a lame way to say that it's sort of one of a kind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is another found footage picture. Yes, it is. And uh, it, it pretty much works. I, I thought... It does. That, in you fact, know, and partly it's because it's a totally novel, you know, right. <laughs> storyline. Well, and the thing is, is that a found footage movie works in this situation. Right. Because it made sense that, like, they were why they were filming. Film yeah, documentary film crew. They're going up and meeting this guy who's this troll hunter. Yeah. So, okay, let's see if we can explain the plot here. Okay. So. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Phil. All right. So, as, as I recall, this the movie is about uh, three kids from a local college who are uh, trying to uh, f- like meet some guy in a in a like state forest to like find out what's going on with you know some like animal murders or some such. Mm-hmm. Like there's a bunch of dead cows or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. So they go up there to find it out, and they and they they see this guy in this beat up Land Rover, and they're like, "Oh, that's probably the bear killer." We'll right. follow him. And so they follow him, and it turns out that he's... The Troll Hunter. Yes. And it's this, apparently, it's this... Uh, now, Sweden? Is that what it is? Uh, Norway. Norway, okay. So, in Norway, apparently the government has always known that there are trolls out there uh-huh. that basically every once in a while go on this rampage and kill people or or livestock or whatever. Uh-huh. And they have appointed this one guy yeah. to go out and kill the trolls. The trolls that get out of line. Right. Yeah, because the ones that are doing okay, they're like staying in their area. Because they have area. like troll preserves. Right. Kind of there's like, like... Where there's like an area where people don't really go and the trolls are kind of contained. In right. There. The trolls are okay. It's like, yeah, you're right. The troll like reservations. Right. And But with the ones that get out and go rogue... Then he goes and kills them. Right. Now, here's the thing that I don't think many people would know about the whole trolls in general. Right. Okay. In Norway, trolls are not... Most people think of trolls as these, like, three-foot little munchkins. Yeah. But that's not what they really are yeah. in the Nor- Norway mythology. Nordic. Nordic mythology. They're huge. They're like the size. They're like three stories tall, and they can just wreck the shit out of wherever they want to. Uh-huh. So, watching this movie, 
I kind of, in a way, had that in the back of my mind with trolls. You think of just these little, right, tiny uh-huh. whatever, like elves almost or something. Little creatures that hang out under bridges. Yeah, yeah. But no, these guys are huge. <laughs> and uh, so he's got to figure out a way to kill these giant trolls that are fucking everything up. And then right. there's this one that gets super pissed off and tries to, like, cross the border. Like, was it? He's trying to, like, get away from... He like tries to cross the border. And he's no, like, well, it's it. That's kind of one of the secrets of the movie that we don't want to give away. But he he is not well. Oh, that's right. Okay, yes, and we, no spoilers here, really. So we won't say what's going on there. But um, the guy, the troll hunter guy, is saying, "Oh, you know, this troll problem is getting worse." Saying, "You know, I can't do this really anymore by myself. I've been doing it for twenty years and whatever." Yeah, yeah. So he's like this grizzled old guy that smokes a lot of cigarettes and, you know, drives mm-hmm. around. Yeah, he, you know, he drinks a lot and he drives around just saying, I don't know why I do this, but this is what I get paid for and so I have to. And, right. But I will say this. As goofy as this movie sounds, yeah. the way we're describing it, I actually kind of liked it. I thought, I, I was like, you know. It works. It's you original. Know? And uh-huh. it's, it's like, it takes something that people it's, do know about and... Puts a new spin on it. Exactly. Kinda. I mean, you know, and it's partly because it's not our culture, blah, blah, blah. It was a fresh idea. It was, you sure. know, it was nothing I had ever thought, you know, right. possible before. Right. No, it was, I, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. I won't say it's like a great movie. No, I mean, you know, but... the, the acting is like serviceable. Right. Know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, I mean, <laughs> it's not gone with the wind or something. Yeah. Crazy. Right. But I, I enjoyed it because yeah. I thought, you know what? When am I ever going to see this again? Exactly. You know? Well, when some American was like, hey, that's pretty good. Let's make that. Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. We'll set it in Alaska. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be, uh, you know, Wolf Hunter and whatever. But yeah, I mean, I thought it was, and even just the fact that the, they stayed fairly true to the whole like troll Thing, the the Nordic troll like mythology or whatever and made him real weird looking faces and like yeah. real ugly and like goofy looking. Uh-huh. They didn't make him look evil. They made him look just how they were portrayed. Right. You know. And yeah. I was like, good. I'm glad they did that. They didn't make him look evil or innocent like, oh no, I just got killed. You know. <laughs> Anything like that. They just were what they were. Yeah. So I would say if you have a chance to check out Troll Hunter, you should. Yeah, and it's pretty easy if you've got Netflix streaming. It is on there. Yeah, yeah, and and you have to keep you have to have an open mind to watch this movie, kind of, because it's not going to be what you think it is. <laughs> it really is. It really no, you're right. It's not. It's not like some straight up action movie or horror movie or whatever. There's a lot of sort of like ruminating in it. Well, right. I mean, it, it like. I mean, this is one of those movies, and we've talked about it before. It creates a world, and then inhabit it, inhabits it. You know, like there's some, there's a lot of exposition about how this shit is in Norway. Right. right. The characters are asking those questions because they're journalists. You know, like, right. Well, how has this never come? Oh, well, we set this up. Blah blah blah. Right. Like, how did how did nobody ever know about this? Well, we didn't want to, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, and then also there's sort of some odd points in it where the troll hunter guy just gets real deep and like says, well, I'm not sure I really want to do this anymore. Yeah. And, you He's know, kind of this depressive troll hunter. Right. Well, how could you <laughs> not be, I suppose. <laughs> but like, you know, I just, I, I really actually enjoyed it and it was off the wall 
and it was not your Transformers or whatever, you know. True. It was good. I liked it. Totally enjoyable picture. I, okay, I'm going to modify that a little bit. It was good in the sense that it was better than it was. Does that make sense? Like, I enjoyed it more than I should have. Based on the type based of movie. On, based on the movie itself. Doesn't sound right. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. No, that doesn't make sense. If you looked at it from a totally <laughs> objective point of view, you'd go, oh, I don't know, that wasn't that great. But from a subjective point of view, think, having in mind all these things. Okay. I'm going to just not try and explain that anymore. I liked it. Fair End enough. of story. There you go. I liked it, too. Um, what else did I watch that I want to talk about? God damn it. I did watch Dark Shadows. Really? Yes. How was that? Confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Dark Shadows, star Johnny Depp, Michelle Pfeiffer, came out back in May, I think, or April. Um, ostensibly a comedy. Was it that long ago? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Be beginning of the summer. Um, or late spring. Uh, and so it was, it's based on like a 70s soap opera. Yeah, about which, a vampire. Which was like the best idea ever. We're going to make a soap opera, literally a soap opera, not but what about... what is blood? Well, but I'm saying that this came way before that. Yeah. This is a good idea. We're going to make a soap opera about vampires. Yeah. And like, you know, monster. Uh-huh. So, the movie is, I think, you know, have watching the promotional materials, they're like, oh, it's so funny, it's so great, and it's such weird humor, and... So I guess it's supposed to be a comedy, and they certainly marketed it as a comedy. They did. There is a hell of a lot of melodrama in that movie. So it's a soap opera. Yes. Weird. I mean, there, there's a... Like, it, it's just kind of jarring where you'll go from these moments that are like goofy comedy to like fairly serious... And then, like, to, like, soap opera, love triangle kind of thing, and then back to the goofy comedy. Like, you get these weird ups and downs where the movie's tone just keeps shifting kind of jarringly. And, like, I don't know what I'm, what really kind of movie I'm watching here. Hmm. Weird. I mean, it's just, like, all in all, I'd say at the end of it, I probably enjoyed it. I, I, I thought the, the ending was kind of suitably gothic. Um, but, uh, but at a certain point I just have to go, okay, I, I wanted to watch a movie that was a comedy. I wanted to la you know, chuckle a bit. This isn't that movie. So I'm going to watch it for what it is. Right. So I had to kind of make that adjustment to my own, you know, like, like mid movie. Right. Yeah. Well, it was definitely marketed as a comedy. Definitely. I mean, I mean, and it's there. To there, those scenes are in the movie, and that's what that's where I say. But most of the rest of the movie, outside of those scenes that you saw in the trailer, is kind of a gothic drama thing. Weird. That sounds weird to me. Like I, I never really had that much like desire to see that movie. Really, yeah. Because I was, I, I was like, you know, and this, and for me, like when I saw the trailer. I was like, okay, this looks like a comedy that's really not that funny. Right. But now that you say that, I'm like, I don't want to go to a movie that doesn't even know what it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah. confused as to whether or not it's a drama or a comedy or whatever. Right. I'm not sure that I really want to run out and see that. Yeah, I think 
I think, and I'm not, I don't know. Maybe it's just that Tim Burton's getting a little long in the tooth. And anymore, yeah. his, that, what I'll say is probably, you know, that Edward Scissorhands, that Batman Returns kind of vibe doesn't come out easily. That's what he was going for. That kind yeah. of, that kind of goofy comedy, blah, 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 kind of mixture that, that you had in his earlier pictures. And he couldn't quite turn it on. No. I don't know if it was the material or whatever or the casting, but it just didn't mesh. I think that and it was just him. him maybe. I mean, maybe he's getting bored no, with that whole he thing. He hasn't made a great movie in a long time. Since what? Ed Wood? Maybe. I mean... I mean, you know me. I love Mars Attacks, but that is a shitty movie. That is a shitty movie. I love it for its shittiness. Right. But it's... And see, that that's one of those movies that we will disagree on be, of, like, enjoyable because it's crappy. Yeah. You um, just think it's crappy. I just think it's crappy. You think it's enjoyable because it's crappy. And, I mean, like, I, I enjoy Sleepy Hollow. I enjoy Mars Attacks. Sleepy Hollow, actually... Edward is... Like maybe my favorite Tim Burton movie. It's a toss up for me between Batman Returns and Ed Wood. Yeah, but I will say this: since Ed Wood, I mean, I just I mean, can't think of anything that's Sleepy that's Hollow stupid. actually wasn't bad. No, no, I like Sleepy Hollow. I always I have. actually do think that but, Sleepy Hollow is a little bit underrated. Yeah, I think a lot of people dislike it, uh, but I I've always found its gothicness really work. Yeah, know? it does work. Uh, but, um, you know, what is it? What's in there? Big Fish, Planet of the Apes. Ugh. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, Charlie from, and the Chocolate yeah, Factory, I mean, Alice in Wonderland. I mean, these ugh. are not, these are, these are not really like movies. Tim Burton on a bad day for like a decade. For, yeah, seriously. He's had a bad day for the last 12 years or whatever. Yeah. And he, and he's got, and he's done a, uh, what, those two animated pictures, Corpse Bride and, uh, Franken. Was Corpse Bride him, or was that Henry Slesson? Selick. Selick. Uh, no, Corpse Bride was his. It's, okay. Uh, it's well, the, Frankenweenie, I mean, come on, that was a short Yeah, I mean, that's, that's recycling his own idea. Right. That's just weird that he cannot seem to just sort of get out of that, like, you'd think that even he might recognize, okay, I've been doing this for so long. Yeah. Like, I need to sort of just... Maybe I could try something else, and if it doesn't work, well, it doesn't work, but I, what I've been doing hasn't been working either. I don't know if it's success or whatever, but the 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 guys, just in in my sense of, of his work, seems to have been pacified. You know, kind of the edge of a Batman Returns or an Edward Scissorhands or any of that, that early work is gone. I think... Or at least yeah. what's there is kind of boring. Yeah, I think that I think to me, and again, I mean, this is just my opinion, but to me, it's almost like he's just trying to do the same thing so much all over and over and over and over and over again. It's like he, it's almost like he he doesn't really care anymore. He's like, okay, I know how to do this. I'm just going to go through the motions, right? And you know, make it kind of look a little bit Tim Burton-y. We'll hire Danny Elfman again, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll the same Johnny guy. Depp, and you know, we got the great. vibe going. Yeah. It's like, I just keep doing this because this is what I know how to do. I did like Sweeney Todd, I'll say that. I think I I remember enjoying that picture. I... Mm, (laughs) There was parts of it that I liked. Yeah. There were certain parts I really did like. 
There was other parts for the most of it that I didn't like. Yeah. No, I know. So, anyway, Johnny Depp and <laughs> Tim Burton do better. Indeed. Take a risk. You, saw, you know what? I would love to see Tim Burton, honestly, do like a straight up like drama. Like um, something along the lines of like, I don't know, even like something like A Few Good Men or something. Just say, hey, you know, Tim Burton, make a movie. Don't make a cartoon in the form of a movie. <laughs> well, but he's tried. I think Big Fish or Ed Wood or, you know, those, those well, movies Ed are... Ed Wood worked, though. And Big Fish, a lot of people love Big Fish. My brother keeps, like, he sent, he sent me, like, 14 emails in the past, like, two weeks. You've got to watch Big Fish. It's the best late Tim Burton movie. I'm like, I remember hating that. Like, I didn't I'll, like I'll it. Maybe, you know, I'll go find it and I'll watch it, but... I don't like. I, I don't remember liking it. I remember really disliking. It. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was like saccharine and kind of like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. You know? But I will say that like with Ed Wood, I mean, it still had those tinges of the goofiness. Yeah. Obviously, but you know, since then, yeah. what what is he? I tried to do like that. What what I'm saying though is that Ed Wood was probably as close as you're going to get to him making a drama. Probably, yeah. Um, but anyway, maybe maybe I'm missing something. If we're missing something, you let me know. Um, totally. I'm trying to think if there's something else I really want to talk about. Um, I've seen a lot. I can do a, a quick one since we're running sure. a little over. I'll just go through here and 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 give you a couple lines. Okay. Uh, I saw The Sessions. It's Oscar bait, stars Helen Hunt and Jason Hawke, about a guy who's in an iron lung um, learning to have sex. <laughs> it's a very it's a very frank sexual Sorry. movie. <coughs> Sorry. Um, and, uh, and That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like paralyzed from head to toe. Um, well, not paralyzed, but he can't. He, his body's warped from polio. Okay, I was going to say um, well, so, but yes, he, he's like 40 and he's a virgin. And so he hires this lady who's not a prostitute. She's like a sex therapist. Um, Played by Helen Hunt. Could do better, dude. Oh, my God. Anyway, it's, Sorry. A, it's a true story. And it's a, it's a lovely movie. It's, it's both funny and heartwarming. And I don't know why. They will be nominated. Yes. They will nice. be both nominated for Oscars. My prediction right here. Okay. Um, what else? Stamp on it. Wow. That's the can you fucking believe it stamp. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the Big Year. This movie has so maligned as one of the worst movies of the year. Maybe because I thought it was going to be bad, I found it kind of enjoyable. The Big Year. This is... This is uh, Jack Black, Owen Wilson, Steve uh, Martin in the birding picture. Where they're they're trying to compete to see the most birds in one year. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Um, but anyway, so I, and I get it. It's a it's, it's an odd concept to stage a movie around. Sure. But uh, but no, I, I thought the the kind of energies were pretty good, and it was just kind of amiable, and I didn't mind it. Um, didn't mind it. Okay. The big <laughs> yeah. ear didn't mind it. Exactly. On the poster. Found it rather enjoyable. Okay. 
So, Red Lights. I'll say this. It's pretty good. Now, I think it's a direct video picture. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, uh, Robert De Niro, and uh, Killian Murphy. Okay. Um, where Sigourney Weaver and Killian Murphy are like paranormal debunkers. Okay. And uh, Robert De Niro is this um, world-renowned psychic coming out of retirement for one last tour. Ooh. Um, and so... They're going to go debunk him, but, uh, you know, the last person who tried, like, had a heart attack in the middle of a, in the middle of one of his shows, blah, blah, blah. Right. So they're, you know, Sigourney Weaver is like, no, don't do it, you know, you, we just don't go after Silver, don't just avoid him, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, okay. pretty good movie, pretty good movie. The ending is strange. I'll say that. The ending okay. is strange. But, altogether, a pretty entertaining movie. Uh, Battleship. Oh, Lord. What a piece of dreck. Rihanna. What a piece of dreck. Rihanna. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's wiener as the battleship. <laughs> and poor Taylor Kitsch. Poor, poor Taylor That guy Kitch. has got the worst <laughs> luck, apparently. Yes. But no, or the I, worst agent. Yes. Well, I mean, he was in two of the biggest movies of the year. They just both happened to flop like nothing has flopped before. Yeah. So... Uh, Battleship. John Carter for me is a lot better than Battleship. Battleship. Yeah, I what, can see that. I, I, I hated that. <laughs> I, I like really like my claws are out for Peter Berg. If I saw him, I'd like punch him in the face. <laughs> Peter Berg, you were responsible for Battleship. This is what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, the Lincoln lawyer. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey and Ryan Phillippe. And. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's based on a, a novel. It's it's okay. It's ridiculously predictable. Is it a Grisham novel? No, or, no, no, some other guy. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's not great. You know, I don't know. Like Ryan Phillippe, like anymore, it's just hard to watch. Um, yeah, you know the thing about Ryan Phillippe is that he he takes himself so way so too seriously. Yes. It's like it's not I fun. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, but and it's any- like, you know, if somebody who is that serious can actually sort of break out of that and recognize that yeah. and say, I come across as this really serious dude, so maybe what I should do is like, uh, have fun with that. Kind of like what De Niro did with Analyze This. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. But he just can't seem to do it. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, Lincoln Lawyer, my... my my vote is meh to down. Meh to down. Yes. All right. Somewhere, gotcha. somewhere in that bottom so, half of the range. Somewhere between meh and down. <laughs> yes. Uh, next one, Griff the Invisible. This is a small Australian picture uh, starring Ryan Quanton from True Blood yeah. um, about a guy who believes he's a, a superhero. He's invisible only when people aren't watching. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, he thinks he's invisible, and he meets another girl. That he's, it's kind of a romantic movie where he meets another girl who also believes she has superpowers. Uh, she believes she can walk through walls. So they kind of <laughs> get together easy and, to prove or and, disprove. and believe that they have superpowers together. It's, it's a weird movie. Bill, we have podcasting superpowers, <laughs> so I can say that I can relate to that Indeed. a little bit. Um, Love and Other Drugs. I have seen this movie. The... Gyllenhaal picture? Yes. It's bad. Not that good. It's really bad. 
Like by the end, I was, like there was a time in that movie, like no, no, I think I think this movie's okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. And then you get you get to the second half of the movie, and you're like, oh wow, the writing is so bad. And by this that climactic with, um, scene, I was Anne like, Anne Hathaway. Oh God, Anne Hathaway. Right? Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. just I just felt like hey, I wanted to make sure I wasn't confusing it with a different movie. No, no, the Viagra salesman falls in love mm-hmm. with a girl with mm-hmm. um, some disease. Yeah. <laughs> Some fucking disease. He's got some fucked up shit going on. Early no. onset Parkinson's. That was that's what it was. You know what though? Like you're right. The first part of that, the first like say the first half was good. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was kind of going okay. I'm gonna get into this, you know, whatever. And then the second half, you just went really like yeah. What happened here? It just goes off a emotional cliff, and the writing gets really maudlin. And yeah, it's like, and and somehow it just feels really bizarre. I don't yeah, know. no, I will say it started off well, did not finish well. Correct. It did have an Anna Hathaway naked though. A lot. That was good. Yeah, I like that. There you go. Um, Friends with Benefits. Seen this also. With Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. I've seen this. Totally fun movie. It is a fun movie. I enjoyed it from beginning to end. I did too. Totally well written. Timing was on. It was enjoyable in the sense of like, I mean, not to disqualify that it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable in the sense of you just watch this and you go, it was fun. Yeah. You know? I thought everybody's timing was good. I mean, some of the, some of the stuff was just like goofily funny, you know, like, uh, Timberlake always bringing up Sullenberger as like he didn't really do anything. Right. Yeah. The, the, these planes fight themselves. Yeah. Exactly. They always be like, Captain Sully is an American hero. Right. So yeah, he didn't really do much, but yeah, no, it was a fun movie, it and was. I thought that um, Justin Timberlake and uh, Mila Kunis had some pretty good chemistry. They did, and um, it, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was. Totally enjoyable. Yep. I'm not saying that it would be a movie that I've watched 50 times. No. But it was an enjoyable movie. I didn't, I was like, when I got done with it, I was like, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, The Eagle. That's been on cable a lot lately, yeah, and I haven't actually watched, watched it. it. Um, Channing Tatum and Jamie Bell and Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland, yeah. And uh, so, Roman time. Picture it. Okay, here's the setup. <laughs> it's Roman With England. Roman times. And uh, so these guys, like, so this Channing Tatum plays the son of a general who went past Hadrian's Wall and never returned and lost the Eagle of the Ninth, which was the symbol of this Roman army. And so he, the family's been dishonored because he lost. Oh, boo, frickety who. So um, Channing Tatum decided, like, oh, the Eagle's been sighted north of the Wall. So he and his slave, played by Jamie Bell, who turns out to be some, you know, picked prince? I don't know, but uh, um, and they go, they go north of the wall and find the eagle and race back and blah blah blah. You know, it's it's like sounds like a party, kind of a wank. Uh, it's <laughs> kind of a wank. That's got to be a category of our rankings. Now. It's kind of a wank. <laughs> it has a, it has its moments where I was, I mean. At least the scenery's pretty, right? You right. know, like, oh, Scotland, hey. Cool. <laughs> right. That's a nice forest right there. Yeah, yeah. Why not? You know, but uh, but no, I mean, Ch- I mean, okay. Channing Tatum is your Roman Britain. This is not a good idea. Right, he's like know, Florida, he right? He sounds ghetto trying to, you know, pull these lines out of his ass. Yeah. You I, know what? It just I, doesn't work that well. Well, yeah. And, you know, we were talking before we started recording. 
actually kind of like Channing Tatum. I think he's a uh, he's a fairly charming guy. You know, like I do not. I don't know why. I I've, I he is so. Have you seen Twenty One Jump Street? Yes, I have. Uh, he is just okay. I'm I'm gonna be the mean one. Okay. He's white trash, and like it's written all over his face that he's white trash, and I just don't care. Like it's just too ghetto for me. It's not fun. Okay, fair <sighs> enough. I'm gonna be yeah, the mean geez. one. Phil's As like usual. upset about being mean, whereas I I would call people on the podcast I like don't. I would call out people saying that like women are like. I Certain know. actresses are telling us like cunts. God, I used to be raped. You know, you said some pretty bad things. I never said that. Oh, you might have. Um, I might have. Go back and listen, <laughs> people. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, certainly the best animated picture I've seen all year. Okay. And what I told you before off the air was that my mom took my niece to see it. My niece liked it. My mom said, not so much. Did she give a reason? I'm sure she did. I don't remember <laughs> No, but, I think it, it's totally cute. It's got a great storyline. Um, and uh, I, me, I totally love it. I think probably the reason that my mom may not have liked it, and I don't know this for sure, but I think the reason that she didn't like it probably was because she didn't get very many of the references. Sure. Like there's, um, I mean, know, it's a, it's like, kind of a there's like Scorpion sitting there in the the bad guys like thing. Yeah. She wouldn't know. She wouldn't know who that is. Yeah, you it's know. kind of an our generation yeah. with the references, right? Because we're the generation that now has young kids that sure. are going to go see this picture, right? Like my daughter is seven; she's going to go see this, and I'm going to go. That's Scorpion or, yeah, or yeah. Sub Zero or whatever, you know? Exactly. Um, so, what else? We talked about the campaign. Like this, I have actually not seen this. I'm kind of interested, but I think that this is one of those movies, and that I'm going to and apologize for completely cutting you off just there but this to me seems like one of those movies just like um the one with uh jack black and um steve zahn where they were like the two sort of like comedy relief guys was it was this orange county they weren't the main characters Orange, well, Jack Jack Black was certainly in Orange County. I don't know if Steve no. Zahn was. Are you talking about that one? Uh, it was with Steve, the record store with Tim no, Robbins. No, 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 no. It was Steve Zahn and Jack Black. And what it was is these two were supposed to be friends, and they were like the comic relief of the movie. And they're both on their own, fairly funny guys, but their just vibe didn't work together at all. Yeah. And that's kind of the way I see this movie uh, with the campaign. Yeah. Whereas Zach Galifianakis and Will Ferrell are both very funny guys, uh-huh. but I don't see that they are can be funny together. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I will say it's not that uh, the the movie comes back and goes out. You know, there there are times when it really gels and it's hilarious, and you're like, oh my god, that's so funny. And then there, you know, there's times when it's. Like, nothing is working for, right. like, long stretches of the movie. And you're like, oof. So it's just one of those uh, really uneven Will, Will Ferrell movies where, where occasionally he'll get you, like, belly laughing. Right. It's so fucking funny. And then there's, like, a half an hour where you're just staring at them. Yeah. See, and that sucks because Will Ferrell is a really funny guy. Yeah. And it's it's just really odd that, you know, he can, like, go these long stretches of a movie where you're like, why aren't you funny right now? 
<laughs> I think I you're trying to be funny. Yeah. And you're just not. Yeah. You know? It just, if for whatever reason, uh, long stretches of this movie just do not work. Um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Nice. I have not seen this movie, although I meant to, and I missed it. It's a big old hot mess. And it's not so bad it's good. It's just so bad. It's ridiculous. That's disappointing. From beginning to end. Ridiculous. Okay, well, what else is there to say? <laughs> I saw Moonrise Kingdom. Totally cute movie. Probably get an Oscar nomination I'm somewhere. sure it probably will. You know, I mean, uh, at, by now, this guy's pretty rote. You know? Sure. You know, okay. it, it looks just like Royal Tenenbaums and all of his other pictures. You know, Moonrise Kingdom, honestly, I, I didn't have any interest in seeing that movie. None. It's, like, a, it's a winning picture. Like, there's some really nice stuff in there. Well, I'm sure there is, but I saw it and I went, oh, it's a quirky, um, like, people don't know how to express their feelings to each other movie. Yeah. I'm like, it just, they're, <laughs> and that's fine. They're, I, don't, I don't really have a problem with that, but, like, that one just did not interest me in the least. Fair enough, fair enough. And I will say, it's shot in Rhode Island, and it's it is a pewter, a pretty, pretty movie. Um, Another Earth. This was like um Yeah, this is a... In, super indie picture. Yeah, very analogous. Am I right? What? I don't know in what okay, sense go you're ahead. using that word. Okay. Um, so, Another think, Earth. Maybe thinking of another movie. So, this girl, Britt Marling, was like the it girl of Sundance last year kind of thing um, with this movie, Another Earth, which she co-wrote and starred in. Um, I am thinking of another movie then. Sorry. Um, this is, a, okay, so it, it's pretty serious. It's a pretty heavy movie in which this girl, uh, unlike her, you know, whatever, she's, she's 18, she's just been accepted into college, and they see a planet, uh, you know, a new planet has appeared in the solar system. Um, and so she's looking up at the stars, she's driving down the road, and she rams into this car with a family and it kills all, you know, everybody but the dad. Um, Way to go, jackass. And then she goes to prison for vehicular manslaughter for a while. And when she comes out, she kind of like, you know, portrays herself as a cleaning woman when she comes to apologize to the guy and they kind of develop this relationship independent of the, of the accident and... And this planet keeps getting closer, and they figure out that it's another Earth. It's identical. Right. Um, and uh, so they're going to sp- send a mission to the other planet. This private guy is going to, you know, spend, like a Richard Branson type of character, is going to spend billions of dollars to send a mission to the other planet to see what they're like. And, um, and so she's like, oh, she, she writes in, she gets accepted, uh, and... Um, because she thinks, well, maybe I'm different on the other planet. Maybe things are better there. Okay. Um, because people are identical. It's the same people. It's the same planet. Yeah, it's just another Earth. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, and eventually she, you know, gives her ticket to the father once she actually finally tells her who she is. It's a pretty good movie. It's, you know, it's like, <laughs> dialed, it dialed me right back to like 1997. I was like, I haven't seen an indie movie like this. In 15 years. Since what? Oh, I don't know. 90s were the age of the indie, you know? The, the, those sure. Kind of House of Yeses. The, yeah. All those movies, you don't really see pictures like that anymore. 
Yeah, this, that's true. That's why I say it kind of dialed me back to like what Sundance was 15 years ago. Sure. Okay. But uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's heavy, and you know the the acting is uh, middling. Heavy. So uh, you know, see it. It's interesting, but it's not great. Well, to me, I would rather see, and this is just my opinion, but I would rather see a movie that's interesting yeah. and not necessarily great, yeah, as opposed to, quote-unquote, great, but not interesting. <laughs> this is I mean, true. does that, does yeah, that like, make sense? like Reds, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, there's movies that are, quote-unquote, great movies that aren't interesting at all. And you go, how did this become this great movie? Yeah, Gandhi. Like I've watched Gandhi, and I was like, I've watched Gandhi several times, and and I'm I'm still like, I don't get it. Really? I mean, this is like one of the best movies ever. It's a it's a great subject, and I guess it's played well, but it's just it's good acting, but it's not the movie's not that great, really. And I'm yeah, there's many movies like that where, and see, this is why it's just kind of great because it's epic. Well, it's great because it's supposed to be great, and there's (laughs) there's a lot of movies where. Like, you watch them and you go, you know, this is widely considered to be this epic or great or whatever important movie. And uh-huh. you go, really? Why? Yeah. I mean, no, even I something like Dog Day Afternoon, which is, I think, a really good movie. Mm-hmm. But it was not supposed to be this monumental movie. No. It was a movie about a bank robbery. Bank robbery. I mean, it was not supposed to be this monumental, life-changing movie. Yeah. It was a bank robbery movie. <laughs> I just don't get that at all. No, no, no. All right. Tyrant over. I've got, I've got three left. So, Crazy on the Outside. This is a direct-to-video picture that, uh, what's his name? Tim from Home Improvement. What's his fucking name? Tim Allen. Yes. Directed and starred. Really? Yes. And uh, it's, <laughs> it's the flattest comedy you'll ever see. Like, I don't know. Like, there's like three jokes in the entire movie that I actually thought were kind of funny. and the That's rest, funny because the guy's been a comedian his entire life. It's flat. Wow. Not good. Anyway, um, I also saw Magic Mike. Which I did also. I uh, did not enjoy the picture. I, 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 there's, it, that is a, you know, genre. Though, you know, like, Getting involved in the bad lifestyle and leading you down the bad path and then, you know, you know, redeeming yourself at the end. I'm sick of it. And I, I find it hard to find it enjoyable. You know, I was, I, I have told this to more than one person when I said that I saw Magic Mike and they were like, ooh, whatever. And um, the thing is, it's like there was this big hype over, you know, how, you know, it was just a bunch of you know, stripping guys and all these housewives are going to go see it and blah, blah, blah. And I never really, like, got the plot of the movie conveyed to me before I watched it. Sure. I was like, this is such a standard, like, by the books, one, two, three, four movie. Right. That we, you know, everybody has seen it's a lo- fucking a hundred times. <laughs> it's a low-rent Boogie Nights or something. Like, a sub-sub low-rent Boogie Nights. Yeah. It's like, we've all seen this story a zillion times. Yeah. And just because there's guys that have that are muscly dancing around, how does that make it any different? <laughs> um, no, it doesn't. Uh, as one who would know. Um, True. <laughs> 
But uh, what was I going to say? You know, Soderbergh does his best. Like, it's shot well, and, and, the, and the structure's good. It's just standard. It's totally standard. It's yeah. like, this is a movie that could have been made in about half an hour. Or not made in half an hour, but the made story the, the story told in half an hour okay. of screen time. And it would be the same thing, except for less guys jumping around in their Speedos. <laughs> you know? I did enjoy the girl, the, the, the love interest. I thought she I was, didn't like her I at all. I thought she was good. I didn't like her at all. She was snarky. I thought she had a good energy. She was snarky, which I liked. But her personally, I was just like, eh. Well, I'm not saying she was pretty. I think I thought she did. A no, good I didn't job say that she was. Her pretty timing either. was good. Yeah, no, she was snarky. I like that, but yeah. just her character was annoying. <laughs> um, and then flight. I did see flight with Denzel. Did you see it drunken on coke? Yes, yes, I did. Awesome. <laughs> Apparently, that's the only way to. Indeed, do it. it is, sir. Um, so it's definitely Oscar bait. Denzel will be up for an Oscar. I'm sure he will. Um, and it's a it's a solid picture. Uh, it's just I don't I don't like. At this point, I'm kind of sick of Denzel playing the same role over and over. Well, and he's over basically again. the same guy from uh, Unstoppable in an airplane. Right? Not really. I mean, no. it's 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 kind of him. You know, he plays this odious drunk character who, who you know, it's just horrible and has hurt everybody in his life. Oh, so the guy and from course, Man on Fire. The last five minutes of the movie, he gets his redemption. Uh, of course. Blah blah blah. You know, I mean, it's just like oh, oh. So yeah. he's the guy from Man on Fire. Yeah. Sure. In an airplane. Uh huh. And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give him the props. Bob Zemeckis does a great job, and that sequence, that twenty-minute sequence of the movie, is horrifying. Especially yeah. if you're already afraid of flying, like I am. Like I told that to to a, to somebody. I can't remember. Like I'll, I'll be thinking about I'll be thinking about this movie the next time oh, I get great. on a plane. Great, <laughs> great. I know that you're already terrified of flying as it is. Yeah, Why yeah. did you go see that, Phil? Because I want because you're masochistic. Indeed. No, no, it's it's a good movie. I just sometimes Denzel gets on my nerves with the self righteousness. He is the most self righteous actor I can think of, besides maybe Tom Cruise. Well, uh, but it doesn't Tom come across Cruise, in the movies Cruise so much. Cruise can have fun in movies, you know. Sure. Like, yeah. Like, even like that, night and day. Can, right. That Cameron Diaz picture, like he was totally just having fun. Yeah. Like when was the last time you saw? Denzel Washington just having fun in a movie. Um, wow. Out of time, maybe? Ooh. That was like the last, like, totally, well, Unstoppable was a pretty low-rent picture, you know? Like, movies where he just kind of got in there and went with the story. Like, there are yeah. not too many of them. Like, they've all got to have these fucking, you know, John Q. It's like, ah! Really? Stop banging me over the head. Right. You're going to beat me over the head about how responsible you are to so society or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, I, but so, I will say it, Flight is good. I just have a chip on my shoulder about Denzel. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Here we come to the last section of our podcast, the trailer section, Woo. which we've seen a few. Not many, but a few. Indeed. Um, we saw um, the Star Trek yeah. Into Darkness trailer. Yeah. Um, I thought that 
it looked very J.J. Abrams. Yes. It looked very um, on an epic scale, which I liked. Certainly. It did not seem to have as many lens flares as the first one. <laughs> Indeed, or at least not in the trailer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like for me, like he and I realize, you know, we're we're making movies. We want to make the money, but it's like he's just gone into Star Trek with a Star Wars mentality and started making movies. And they're not really Star Trek movies anymore. In what way? Filmmaking style, pacing, lack of real ideas. You know, these are are kind of basic plot lines. Well, but the idea is... Some of the other ones you you didn't have. You had a, a little more... Like, Star Trek was like Star Wars, but with a bit more going on in its head. Sure. And he's, to me, it's like J.J. Abrams is kind of, you know, dialed back anything going on in your head. Well. He's just made it uh, into a giant action picture where instead of kind of, you know, what they were before. Well, Star Trek was always an action, like, franchise in the sense of we're going to fight the bad aliens and get along with the good ones. But I think that Star Wars was always just about making shit blow up. Yeah. And I liked Star Wars. That's fine. I still I do. did too. I but did too. I think that... But I, I, to me, I liked that they both had their own vibe. And now sure. J.J. Abrams is bringing the one over to the, to the Star Wars vibe. And now I'm just like, oh, let's get back to more being like a Star Trek movie. Not just, yeah. this is... You know, we're doing, you know, this crazy shit with the Enterprise. Like, that's the only thing. It's like, it's got a guy named Kirk and a guy named Nimoy. Or, not Nimoy. Nimoy, yeah. And a ship called the Enterprise that looks like the old one. Otherwise, totally different. Yeah, I wouldn't say totally. Personally, I wouldn't say say totally different. Mm -hmm. But definitely not the same as even the movies. Uh Even the worst of the movies were Star Trek movies, right. whereas Star Trek, at least the first one, I haven't seen the second one, obviously, but was a more action-y type of movie right. than the other ones ever really were. Mm-hmm. The worst example of that in the first new Star Trek movie mm-hmm. being the one where Kirk is chased by the fucking beast or whatever on the snow planet Oh, yeah. That was awful. Like, that wasn't Star Trek at all. And then the other one where um, Scotty fell in the tube. Yeah. That was like, why is this even here? This yep. is so pointless. You know. Yep, this but. Is, this is Star Trek Five kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know, I mean, J.J. Abrams probably has the uh, the chance to indulge himself every once in a while. But at the same time, I get what you're saying. But I also think that I really, really enjoyed Oh, Star yeah. Trek. He's, I will say, he's taken Star Trek and he's hes opened it up to a bigger audience than it ever had before. Sure. And like I said, I really enjoyed Star Trek. Yeah. And, I'm, and but the, the new one? I, my only concern is that he's done that by kind of betraying what Star Trek was. I see what you're saying. I understand that. And we'll have to see, I think, oh, yeah. with I, the new I, one. I'm a it's probably fan. kind of teetering yeah, a little yeah. bit. I'm, you know. I'm a big fan of Benedict Cumberbatch but with his ridiculous name. 
Um, because that is the best name ever. I mean, if if you guys haven't seen it, watch the BBC Sherlock uh, series of movies. They're excellent with him in it. But Benedict Cumberbatch is the best name ever. The ridiculous name. Um, but but so I'm a big fan of his. Uh, of course, I hate that little runt that stars in the picture. So I'll have to endure him. Who? Oh, uh, Chris Pike. Pine. Pine? Did I say Pike? Yes. Okay. It's Bruce Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. My brain circuits got <laughs> crossed there. No, no, there. no. I, I hate Chris Pine. I hate Chris Pine. I dislike that movie. I don't dislike him nearly as much as you do. No. I can't see. He, I can't say that he's my favorite. But it's just a runt. I don't. I don't. I don't like. It. Just something rubs rubs me the wrong way about that gentleman. Obviously. So. Okay. And then uh, what was the next one? Oblivion. Oblivion. With Mr. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. And Mr. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> With Morgan Freeman. Yes. Uh, directed by Joseph Kaczynski, the gentleman behind Tron Legacy. Which, what I said when we were watching the trailer, I was very much disappointed in. And what I said was... You're the only one yes. or something? Uh-huh, yes. Uh, yeah. I think that movie was, is, is brilliant. Really? Brilliant. Beginning to end, I love that. Love. Okay. I own it. I've seen it like five times. I love that movie. Okay. Fair enough. So, I, it makes me excited to see this movie, even though the trailer doesn't really get me all that excited. Well, see, you know, you know what's funny? And I didn't say this when we were watching the trailer. Um, the, <laughs> the voiceover is sort of like, uh, Earth has been forgotten. We're here to maintain the cleanup droids. And I went, this is a live-action Wally with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what I, okay, here, I'll make my prediction. Okay. I predict this movie is something like Moon. Did you ever see the movie Moon I did. with Sam Rockwell? Yes. I bet you, same thing. I bet uh, Tom Cruise is something like a clone or whatever. And, uh, and and he's working. the The girl is like actually the aliens, and they're still hunting to kill off the humans. And that is like it's a it, it, there's some mystery behind her, and he is not really himself. Interesting theory. That's what I say is going on. Okay, well we shall see. Look, the visuals look uh, really it good. It looks though. beautiful, but hey, this is the guy that directed John Legacy. True. Which the visuals were great in. Spectacular. I have no problem with the visuals in John Legacy. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Sam Rockwell, yeah. don't open that. Is there air? You don't know. <laughs> I just watched Galaxy Quest for the first time in a long time yesterday. Uh-huh. And I went, oh my God, this movie is still fucking awesome. It's all, it's, it will never stop being awesome, Amy. You know, the only thing that is not awesome about that movie oh. is that they overdub Sigourney Weaver's right. so badly. That is the worst yeah, yeah. dub I know. ever. Fuck that. And then the the sound that comes out of her mouth apparently is, well, screw that. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that was the worst dub ever. Pretty much. Yep. She, they could have even said, well, forget that. I know. And it would have sort of matched. Well, at least the F would have been right. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so how can they find us, sir? They can find us at uh, email, canyoufbi at gmail.com. We have a Facebook uh, group. group 
called Can You Fucking, fucking Believe It Well with Stars in It. You can find it. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Nothing. Okay, we're also on Twitter at CanYouFBI. Okay. And I'm thinking, is there something else? I think that's it. Okay, you can call me on my cell phone as always. <laughs> you probably have my number. Indeed. All right. Wow, this was a long episode, Phil. This was a really long This was longer than I thought it would be. Oof. Awesome. You know what? We made it through without a smoke break, and I'm proud of myself Ooh, we did. for that. We went straight through. We did. We pushed on through. We got through this bullshit. We broke on through to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Phil. Once again, take us out. Let's get out of here before one of those things kills Guy.